peeps. Welcome to another edition of Escape from Side Quest. I am Joe Dubs. I'm Andy. And uh, this is episode seven, and we are finally here with some gaming shit going on. And we got a lot of talk about this episode. Because boy, oh boy, it was a roller coaster of a week. Some highs, and then, and then there were some lows. Yeah, the, the, there was finally news. Yeah. What show is going on right now? One of them is. The what? Oh, there's... Is it Tokyo Game Show? It oh, yeah, yeah, the con, yeah, Tokyo Game Show. That's what I thought, so... There was only one game I cared about. <laughs> Death Stranding. Oh, Death Stranding. Oh, really? I thought, um... Wow, I can't remember at all. Uh, a little bit of context for everything I'm going to say on the show. Um, I I had a vacation, and I was in California. And while I was on a plane, the Nintendo Direct happened. And while I was doing stuff with family, there was a bunch of like Tokyo Game Show news. Mm-hmm. So I was keeping up with it on my phone, but it's all kind of like jumbled. Yeah, we'll get we'll get to talk about the Direct soon. But Andy, what the hell have you been playing? Well, like I said, I was on a trip. So in um, in three airports across this great nation of ours, I played a ton of Mario Tennis Aces. I played some while I was there, too. Hey, like um, it. I, I'm really getting into it, honestly. Uh, I'm starting to finally hit a wall as far as how good I am at the game, so I have to actually get better. Mm-hmm. But there is... <clears throat> um, there's a lot of depth to the mechanics in that game, like the different shots you can pull off and stuff. But if you don't want to do it, it's not even like you have to. It, the game is super easy. Like, I played it with three friends. So we played just a couple doubles matches. Mm-hmm. And everyone, like, immediately knew how to play the game. Oh, when the ball comes near me, I'll mash a button, and it'll get sent back. But then as we played, I explained, oh, you got to tap R to do this. you got to, if you hold the analog stick, other things will happen. Yeah, and everyone started, like, picking it up really quick. Mm-hmm. That's what I love and about uh Nintendo games is a, you know, anybody can play it. Like, your grandma Absolutely. can play it, <laughs> mm-hmm. pretty much. Yeah, but, uh, I, I'm actually, like, I haven't beat it yet. I'm on, on my own. I think I'm, I'm like, I'm near the end of the story. And then after that, I'm still going to play it versus with a lot of friends. One of my friends who played it actually loved it enough that he now owns it himself, too. So we're probably going to do... They just added those online co-op missions. We're probably going to be doing those. But um, Is that the same friend who, who's going to buy uh, Splatoon? Yeah, it is. It's the same guy. Oh, man. We we got to play some tennis, Splatoon. Tell them to get Mario Kart. <laughs> um, I will try. There's a, there's a long-standing thing in our group of friends. No one ever wants to play Mario Kart because I whip everyone's ass so soundly. Mm-hmm. And no one ever really wants to play Smash because he whips everyone's ass so soundly. It's really funny because it, it's always like, oh, let's play some video games. And I'm like Mario Kart. He's like Smash Brothers. And everyone else is like, uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, that makes me want to play the champ even more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for Smash. Oh, yeah. Come December, I'm sure that's all everyone would play. Really? Unless they don't have a Switch, then they'll be suckers. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of a lot of fucking bundles out there, people. Two hundred and seventy five dollars, I think I saw, for a, a Switch. I don't know. If yeah. that, I don't know yeah, if that was the game stuff. Eevee and Pokemon bundle, or Eevee and Pikachu bundle, and there's gonna be a Smash bundle. And... Mm-hmm. Take advantage of it now before it gets sold out for holidays. Yeah, 
Yeah, yesterday last I saw, it was still capable. You could pre-order that Smash Brothers Switch bundle, mm -hmm. and I mean, not only is that a really good deal, but man, it seems pretty slick. Mm -hmm. I wish. Uh, sometimes I wish I could hold out on like new video game stuff so I can get these cool stuff that come out later. But yeah, tell me about it. Yeah, but it's it is what it is. But what else have you been playing? Um, while I was there, my cousin is working through Dragon Quest Eleven, so I didn't play it, but I watched him play it, like, a whole bunch, and that game seems pretty cool, but purportedly, they're working on a Switch port, so I want to wait for that. Yeah. But the game looks cool. I love, love, love the art style and the character design. He was, he was fighting, like, a wizened wizard and, like, some other stuff, and they all look hilarious. And the plot somehow... Like gets to skirt the line between like stone cold serious and silly. I, yeah, I, I really liked it. The tone of Dragon Quest is something I've always been interested in. Mm -hmm. There's now more than eleven of those games, and I've still never played one. So I think it's I'm kind of ready. It's like time, but um, the developers of that game keep saying yes. We're working on the Switch. Copy. Quit asking us. We're working on it. And everyone's like, guys, it's. You know, it's been the PS4 one's been out for like a year in Japan. Quit fucking around. So, I don't know. Um, also, while I was there, this isn't a video game, but I read something called A Profound Waste of Time. It's a fan magazine, it's a collection of essays about video games. Mm -hmm. um, I'd heard of it, but my cousin had it. So, there were there was a few periods of downtime because I was there for a wedding. So, sometimes they'd be getting ready for like. The reception there's all this other junk and i'd just be sitting around so i was reading it and uh, i just wanted to give a recommendation because it's really like if you're interested in gaming as a hobby and or as the as you know the industry as a whole it's extremely good there's an article about a sega technical institute in it that was really good and that's uh, all kinds of stuff. It's really cool. That sounds interesting. I I could see you at the wedding, like when there's downtime, just you pulling out your switch out of your uh, <laughs> your suit jacket. No, the wedding had an open bar. I was good to go there. Oh, or the reception. I love open bars and fucking weddings. Yeah, we were. It, it was at a at a winery, but I did take my switch. But no, it just stayed. Like it was mostly for um, the airplanes and the airports. Yeah. I, I think I, I can't wait to like go go to an airport and use my switch. <laughs> like that's a, that's on my bucket list kind of thing to do. This is my second time because, as you recall, last year, like two days after Mario Odyssey came out, I went to Texas, mm -hmm. and Odyssey got me through that trip. <laughs> Odyssey is such a good game. Play it. it. Is. Um, and then finally, the last thing I played is uh, the the day I got back, which pissed me off. The Nintendo online thing launched, and I got all these free free Jerry quotes. And I feel I feel like we're gonna get into a conversation about this maybe later because I did online yesterday. But uh, uh, I've been playing a ton of the Legend of Zelda on NES because I never played it when I was a kid. Like, I've played uh, Link to the Past, Ocarina, Majora's Mask. Wind Waker, Skyward Sword. I've played all the others, but I've never played the original. So I've, I've been really enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that on there. I think I'll play it eventually. Um, again, like you said, the first Zelda game I played was Link to the Past. Mm. So, like, that was my intro to Zelda. I still think that's one of the greatest uh, Zelda games out there. 
it definitely is. You know, the first one I ever played was on Brina, but I later went back and played mm-hmm. in the past. Uh, uh, Breath of the Wild's up there now. It's like yeah, so cl- it's like a t- tied the first with the Link to the Past for well, me. For me, so at least. many times the developers kept saying that Breath of the Wild they wanted to go back to the adventurousness of the original one. They wanted you to have a world to explore. No reason for it. Mm-hmm. I remember thinking, oh, man, I should play that original game. That gets Breath of the Wild. And yeah, I really enjoyed it so far, but some of it is like cryptic to a fault. But it's an NES game, basically. Yeah. Uh, what I've been playing, uh, I've been spending my time a lot on Spider-Man, and I'll get this out of the way. Um, I finished it, and when I first played the game, I was like, oh man, this is fucking awesome. It's fucking Spider-Man. It's coming off of the high of Homecoming, the movie, mm-hmm. and uh, Insomniac, Insomniac Games has uh, made it and all that stuff. No, wait, wasn't it? I thought it was... Uh... Rocksteady. No, no, it's Insomniac. Rocksteady's uh, possibly making the new uh, uh, Superman game if they ever announce it. <laughs> uh, it, it. It could be Superman or it could be Wonder Woman. I don't know. But anyway, I, I consider it the best Spider-Man game out there now. Uh, Spider-Man 2 was cool because of how you could swing and shit throughout the city because that's what people wanted to do when they play a Spider-Man game. Absolutely. Um, the swinging mechanics is fucking amazing. Uh, they got Manhattan down to a, a, a perfect street-to-street look to it. They even added the Wakanda uh, embassy, which is not... Oh, really? Yeah. That's a nice touch. And, uh, you know, they have the Empire State Building. They have uh, the new uh, Freedom Tower. So it, it it was good to, like, swing around and look at landmarks of my uh, my city that I used to live at. <laughs> um, the main story was really cool. There's villains in there, which I'm not going to spoil on... Um, we're like, oh, it's that guy. And, oh, look, uh, these group of villains are here, too. Like, they, they throw villains in there like it's an ordinary day in the Spider-Man world. It's not like they build up to a point of where a villain's going to be there. It's like, oh, shit. <laughs> it, I mean, I don't want to spoil anything either, but I feel like all the trailers made it clear that the Sinister Six is in it. Yeah, yeah. They pretty much showed, like, you know, Shocker and... Uh, Rhino, yeah. uh, and it could be a little downfall of just showing the villains out of nowhere because there was no build up, and you're kind of just thrown into this like fight and stuff, and then that's it. They're pretty much gone. But then again, that's how like a Spider-Man comic and a Spider-Man like uh, the old TV cartoon show was like the villain got defeated and you know everybody was saved in New York. So maybe I'm nitpicking there. Um, the side missions felt like a chore. There was a lot of, uh, you know, swing to this place and, you know, beat up an enemy and then swing to that place. And it's usually the same cookie, uh, cookie, cookie cutter, uh, <laughs> <laughs> cookie cutter, uh, scenario that they kept on copy and pasting. And again, that's nitpicking again, cause it's a big city. So, I mean, unfortunately, you can pretty much nitpick that out of, like, 
four fifths of the big games coming out now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it's if it's an open world adventure, and or if Ubisoft had anything to do with it, it's going to have a bunch of like pre-made go over here and do this task kind of missions. And I, I get it, like it's a huge city and they want to populate it with stuff. But God of War did it really think. well though. The side missions. Oh well, yeah. it is possible. To- yeah, because it, it fit with the lore. Uh, with Spider-Man, it's kind of like they needed to put that in there just so you could upgrade your suit, pretty much. It's like, here, here, you fight some bad guys, and we'll... Uh... Like, there were three factions. You had the Sable, uh, which were like mercenaries. You had the Demons, who were like these paranormal kind of uh, gang. And then you had the regular thugs. Oh, and then you had Prisoners. So there was like four groups of people, but they all had like that, you know, the big guy who uh, charged at you. You had the the guy with oh, the yeah. whip. Like it was very cookie cutter. More of that video game logic. Yep, I, I do recommend it though. I mean, it's a solid seven point five for me, out of ten to uh, play the game. It's do you very- like collecting all the other Spider-Man underoos? Oh yeah, I I uh, I one hundred percent the game. I collected everything and did all the side missions. So I invested a lot of time into it. Uh, other games I played, uh, Call of Duty came out with a little beta uh, called Blackout. Oh, and, yeah, I forgot about that. And uh, I played it and really impressed with it. Uh, I thought, oh, my God, another Call of Duty. They're probably going to Call of Duty the shit out of it. They did. They have their Call of Duty uh, stuff in it, but it plays so much better than PUBG. And this could possibly steal a lot of people from Fortnite. People who don't like building stuff in Fortnite, who get turned off by that, um, I think this might be good for them. It's Because it, Call of Duty, even though there's like some realistic uh, stuff like PUBG, it's a little cartoony in a way, the Call of Duty uh at least how it looked to me. So, uh, there's a lot of guns. Uh, there's a lot of gadgets. You could heal while you run. <laughs> in, in most uh, Battle Royale games, you have to stop and heal. And mm-hmm. in, in Call of Duty, you could run and heal at the same time. So, That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I found out the PC runs more better than the console. Did you just say more better? Yeah, I fucked up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I knew right when I said that. I'm like, Andy's going to correct me. But I'm going to go with it. <laughs> go with the flow. But, it, yeah, it was better than the console. Maybe because I've been playing too much uh, PC games these days now. Where I'm just like, I want keyboard and mouse. And my, my system is more better than the console. But do you have any questions about Blackout in general? Uh. Not Blackout, but that's an interesting... So you prefer stuff on PC over consoles, is that right? Uh, as far as first-person shooters, yeah. Oh, sure. With the mouse control. Man. Yeah. Cause, I get Because when I play now on, on a console, like I could tell uh, when playing with analog sticks that it takes longer for me to aim at a guy than compared to on a piece, uh, a keyboard and mouse. But I had fun. I mean, 
I, I guarantee you're going to see a lot of people playing this when it comes out. Because there were people that who were, you know, dedicated to PUBG and Fortnite were like, oh, man, this is pretty fucking cool. So we'll see. Usually when a game comes out in a couple of weeks happen, uh, happen uh, they go back to their respected games. <laughs> but uh, then the NES thing... Uh, I, I scrounged the NES uh, collection on the online service of Switch. And there was one game <laughs> that, that I kept on playing. It was Tech Mobile. I mean, the game's fun. It's, it, there's, there's, there's no shame in gravitating to any one game up to 15, just because all of them are like in their own way. Oh, man, this, I remember this game was super fun. Except for they've got like, soccer on there and mm-hmm. stuff. I don't remember. Ice hockey. <laughs> yeah. Which, which ice hockey is really fucking fun too. Um, yeah, but there well, there were better later ice hockey games. Yep, like NHL. Like NHL. <laughs> but anyway, Tecmo yeah. Ball, my god, like this was it, to me. It felt like uh, playing it now. I mean, back then I'd probably say that. Oh man, this is the coolest fucking football game ever. Um, it seemed like a beta for like Madden games. <laughs> it's like this is what we want to do. So here's here's a game called Tech Mobile. I mean, but it's got it's got a simplicity to it. Like going back to when we were talking about Mario Tennis Aces, I, countless people have picked up Tech Mobile and understood how to play it. I tried to play Madden eighteen with a friend not long ago. I had forgotten all the the complicated bullshit. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, Madden these days now it's very complicated because now you have like quarterback mode uh you have to hit like a certain stick to like juke it's it's more a sim game Mm -hmm. where techno ball is more of an arcade game it's it's fun you're supposed to be able to pick up and play it i lost to the computer once (laughs) i mean that's possible yeah because they kept an interception man uh i had to run the run the ball like most of the game but yeah i played that and I think there was like one other NES game. Oh, Doctor Mario! I was like, oh. oh, yeah. I was like, oh, sweet, Doctor Mario's here. I'm gonna play this shit. <laughs> I was playing a bunch of Yoshi. Yoshi's Yoshi. Oh yeah, I forgot Yoshi's on there. I gotta play that too. Hmm. All right, let's segue into uh, the Nintendo Direct and the online service. So, That's a good one. so you saw Nintendo Direct before me, and then the first thing you said to me was Luigi Mansion Three. Well. I didn't see the direct. I um, I was about to get on a plane in LAX, and I was looking at Nintendo's. I can't remember if it was their Twitter or their Facebook, because they update it as it goes. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the first things they announced. So I got that and like one other thing, and then I had to put my plane in airplane mode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Luigi Mansion Three. I mean, I. Yeah, I, I want I, that. That sounds awesome. I kind of predicted that during our E3 thing, but I said um, a remastered for the Switch and then also uh, a new Luigi Mansion is going to be announced. So <laughs> I, I guess I get half points on that. <laughs> um, they, I believe they announced the Machina, uh, Damien and Machina game. That they X Machina. Yeah, the game looks fucking badass. Yeah, they finally had a release date. Fuck, I wish I had that here, but it's it's 2019. There's a lot of games coming out in 2019. Yeah, they're stacking it again. 
And one thing that they uh, fucking had an answer about was Final Fantasy coming to back to Nintendo. Yeah, it turns out a lot of those games are also coming out on like PS4 and Xbox One, but that's what's most thrilling about it is it's going to be on Switch. I uh, I wrestled with it forever, but I'm going to buy Final Fantasy VII again. I just know I am. Mm-hmm. I have Final, I Fa- Final Fantasy VII on PC and PS4. I might get it on Switch. Why ain't 8 on... Uh, they didn't do. They skip eight. Do you, do you it's, know? It's not as popular. I didn't think nine was that much more popular than eight, so I was a little surprised by that too. I think maybe they think nine has aged more gracefully than eight, which would be true in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm super, super nostalgic for Final Fantasy VIII, but objectively, not a great game. It, it's got a lot of problems. The story's interesting, if not, I mean. Saying it's Final Fantasy games confusing. It's like saying that boats get wet, but um, the drawing system is tedious, and there's a few other things there that just kind of suck. But if these games do well, I don't think it's it, you'd be hard pressed to imagine that eight's going to be coming later because we're getting seven, nine, ten, ten, two, twelve, fifteen, uh, and uh, Chris Chronicles. Wait, fifteen is coming out? It's out, man. I mean, it's that stupid pocket cutie version. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was gonna say. I, I wish they would have just put Final Fantasy 15 proper on there because I like that game. But I just, I know that some people like that art style for that pocket version, but I do not like it. I cannot get into it at all. I think it's hideous. Mm-hmm. I almost bought it. I was like, it was. They put it on sale right away too, which is probably a bad sign. Um. Well, it's already been out on. The, excuse me, on mobile devices, and I think on Steam? I think Steam is the one place where you can get both versions. Yeah, yeah. I want a Chrono Trigger. <laughs> even though oh, yeah, that is. Even though that's not a Final Fantasy game, but whatever. People kind of consider it one, and then they put it in that bundle, uh, Final Fantasy, not Chronicles, or Chronicles or Anthology or whatever on PlayStation 1. Mm-hmm. They put it with Final Fantasy 5. So ever since then, the two have kind of been linked. Yep. Yeah. Um, they also announced the uh, the beat 'em up bundle, which fuck. I want. What what games are in there again? Oh my god! Uh, Night of the Rounds, Captain Commando. Um, a couple games that have never been released to console before, so I can't remember the names of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Final Fight, of course. Oh, um. And a sixth game I also can't remember the name of. All seven games come. Yeah, there's seven games on it. I mean, that's pretty fucking awesome. And I think it was like, if I were, I think it was like 40 bucks. It's 20. 20, really? Yeah. Wow. that That's a deal, people. In Japan, this is interesting. In Japan, there's like six different physical editions of that game. And they all come with like alternate artwork and they come in like the box that arcade boards used to get delivered in and stuff like that but mm-hmm. here, here in the united states just digital just 20 bucks yep. which yeah. i'm almost definitely going to get that game eventually but apparently if you want to play it online there are lag issues right now so i don't know if they're going to work those kinks out or not but i'm definitely going to get it if it goes on sale i'm sure i'll get it eventually because i want to play it locally with friends that's where it's at mm-hmm and back on Final Fantasy, they also announced Final Fantasy uh, Crystal Chronicles Remastered Edition. And I said it. I said it. 
Oh, you did? I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, they also said that it's going to be online multiplayer, too. So, Crystal can... Chronicles, interestingly, had been announced the day before for PlayStation 4. And everyone was like, why don't you put it on the Switch? That makes way more sense. Mm -hmm. And then they did. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to see what else. Uh, 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 the Dark Souls remastered uh, network test version. Did you download the demo on that? Uh, I, I kept thinking about doing it. I, I was even sitting here last night while it was live, and I thought, oh, I should download it try to play it. But they haven't done it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Just release the game. <laughs> Tell me about it. It was supposed to come out in spring. Now we're getting it in October, which, admittedly, that's a pretty October-looking game. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to get it in my boat. Yeah. Oh, I accidentally... Um, uh, way back in the day, I used to be crazy for Amiibos. I think it's coming back, man, because I have purchased three Amiibos this week. I think I think I that part of me I had fixed is broken. <laughs> well, what Amiibos did you get? Uh, Lucina, and then it's not going to come until Ultimate comes out. But Best Buy was doing you could pre-order all the reprints, so I pre-ordered Ganondorf because his Amiibo looks sweet. And coming soon, I have a uh, a Splatoon amiibo, the recaller of the Inkling girl. But it was only nine bucks, and I've always wanted one. So there you go. Yep. Uh, I don't know about it. I. There has to be like cool amiibos I need to get. Like, hopefully they do Final Fantasy ones. I mean, besides. I mean, the there's class. a club one already. Yeah, I but bet. I want more. <laughs> yeah, me too. No, I, I'm excited about uh, when there's a solid snake. I have got to have own that. That that is a must. Mm -hmm. God. Oh, snake. and and out and uh, uh, fucking Simon and Richter. Uh, wham. <laughs> Since we're on Smash, uh, I like the little closure they had in the, the direct where they're like, uh, "Oh, here's Isabel. She's gonna be in Smash. She's the best." And then all of a sudden they're like. The, the mayor of Animal Crossing. Uh, so, no, that's Tom Nook. He runs a shop. Oh, yeah. See, I don't play Animal Crossing. You should. <laughs> and then they announced that an Animal Crossing is being worked on. Yeah. I like that they didn't, like, put a bunch of stuff in your face. They were just like, look, you've all been asking for it here. We're, we're doing it. Don't worry. Mm -hmm. It's because people are annoying on the internet and... Yeah, that, that's why Nintendo's been doing that a lot. They like to give you a nugget to dream about, and then they just keep going on and announcing games. Like, um, they announced uh, Metro Prime 4, what, March, whenever it was. The original Direct talked about the Switch, and we've barely heard about it since. Mm -hmm. And in an interview, uh, Miyamoto or someone let loose that they're working on another Pikmin, and they just left, no, no, we're not going to say anything. I think 2019 is going to be a big year for Switch, especially when, because uh, I think Metroid's coming out in 2019. It has to, in my opinion. Yeah, probably, probably later than mm -hmm. Yeah, they also announced uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Like, I think there's a sequel or something. Or... Sort of. It's like a DLC, and it's its own story, and it takes place like 500 years in the past, or something like that. Mm -hmm. Tor Torn Torn Tornia Torna, something like that. 
Like they, the only reason I know this is because I bought the game, I still haven't played it because I'm an idiot, and Nintendo sent me an email. Controller, DRC, you get it, don't go. And a bunch of people with Switch read it. And then they showed off more uh, Starlink, which is making me excited to play. Cause fucking... I'm, I'm still on the fence about that game. Uh, I want to see. I want to see. <laughs> I, 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 I think I'm excited about it because Star Fox is in it. So Yeah. I don't know. Star Fox has broken my heart. Yeah, especially the Wii, the Wii U version. <laughs> uh, that was a sad excuse of a Star Fox game. I wish they would just port it and then just make it so you can use regular controls. Because that would make it a great game. It wouldn't make it a masterpiece, but it would make it a really good game. Mm-hmm. And then some exciting news about uh, Diablo 3 coming to uh, Switch in November 2nd. So, if you like Diablo, it I mean, does. and you want Diablo on the go, well, here you go. <laughs> yeah. God damn it, there's, they're releasing so many games for the Switch that I would rather have for the Switch. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I wish they need a service where I can send them my PlayStation 4 games and they just send me the Switch version. Because <laughs> I don't want to pay money. Yeah, then they have, like, they City have Skylines and fucking Civ Oh, 6. and Civ 6. Yeah. Which came out of nowhere. Yeah, that was... If someone asked me to, to predict games for the Switch, that would have been not on my list at all. Yeah, and another thing, the tabletop shit, like, uh, Catan and, fuck, there's, like, more games. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about, but, yeah, that's that's also really I think I'm going to pick up some 6. Yeah, I, did, I hope it's not $60. I hope it's, like, 40 mm, I don't know. I think it's a pretty big game. Because mm-hmm. I know City Skylines is 40 which, uh... I like sim games, so g- give me more. <laughs> uh, what else can we talk about the direct? I mean, I guess we could go into to the uh, online portion of it, where they pretty much said that it's coming out September eighteenth, and here are all the prices, and, yeah. and uh, oh, here's the uh, NES controllers you you could buy. Yeah, we were gonna have to talk about that. And I was like, why? why? I thought. Like, when I saw them, I thought you were going to be able to use them like regular Switch controllers. They just didn't have move functionality. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that sounds awesome. I want a set of those. And now it has become apparent that you can only use them to play those NES games. Yeah. And that they're still 60 goddamn dollars. Nintendo, are you fucking crazy? Get the fuck out. And, and I, I see where they're going with the nostalgia and shit, but come on. Yeah, it looks great. Like, when I saw it, that part of my brain was like, ooh, I want that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But then but you the price. To, I, they should be cheaper. Or I was thinking about trying to get someone to go in halves with me so I can get one for 30 bucks, but that's still a lot. Mm-hmm. Maybe, like, a Maybe third party a will have, like, a knockoff <laughs> NES control. I don't want a knockoff. I want it to be a Nintendo one. Yeah. Yeah. I saw people doing mock-ups for, hey, if they make, uh, you know, SNES and all that stuff later, what if they make those controllers? You can also charge them on the same rails with the Switch. And then someone made the Nintendo 64 and everyone was like, oh, that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get, let's get into the, the nitty-gritty where I think we're going to have different opinions. Oh, oh one, uh, one aside, though. 
a trademark was registered. Uh, uh, no, a trademark was renewed Nintendo 60 controller, and there has been trademarks placed Nintendo 60. So that's something to think about. That's interesting. Yeah. So, right when I saw that the uh, NES app was coming out, I was like, so are they possibly going to be doing like an SNS app, uh, an N64 app, or maybe a GameCube app? In not so many words, they have kind of said, yes, they will eventually do it, but it will not be this year. Oh my god, it just, it, it annoys me because at one point when they had the virtual console, it was like, here's a virtual console, you like fucking games, buy the games and shit. Now it's just like, hey, we have an online service, we're gonna Netflix the shit out of this sh- stuff, so we're gonna like, slowly put out NES games, which is fine, <laughs> but I just, my, my, and this is more of an opinion based, I'm not like, saying nes sucks or any stuff but my favorite nintendo console not of all time but one of my favorites is SNES. so when i because i didn't start out with the nes i started out with the snes so maybe that's where all my disappointment was happening you just wanted snes games instead. yeah because i thought so it... you don't care like would you rather you had to buy the games piecemeal or do you like the way they're doing it I would have liked that they gave out the whole library and said, here's the prices for each one. Well, I mean, when they did the virtual console on the Wii, though, a system had a flat price, which I always thought was a huge glaring issue because every NES game, I think, was $4.99. Mm-hmm. And $4.99 for The Legend of Zelda, Super Mario Brothers 3, cool. Awesome, pretty good price, pretty good value. Got to get a lot of enjoyment out $4.99 for soccer or... Four ninety nine for you know whatever those original black box games not a great value. You can pick up the actual physical card of soccer less than five dollars. Mm-hmm. So that flat pricing fee was bullshit. I don't think that was going to work. I mean, they're not, and plus it's fifteen game. You pay twenty dollars and you're going to have Nintendo Online for a year, right? Mm-hmm. They have 15 games right now, and then three games every month until question mark. Now that's what they said: three games every month. Next month we're going to get Metroid, and who cares? And who cares if they're not Metroid? I'm so Metroid now. <laughs> what? What is? What is that? Um, I don't have any pencils. I just have my sharpies. So you got 15 games right now, and then over 11 months you're going to get three games a month. 33. Eight, 48 games you're going to have over the course of a year that you pay $20 for. Like, obviously, you're paying the $20 so you can play Smash Brothers and Splatoon online. And also, so you can do other stuff. Oh, Cloud Saves, which, thank God, finally. But, mm-hmm. So you can get Cloud Saves. But let's hypothetically say that you gave Nintendo a $20 bill and you got 48 games. Obviously, you can't play them all. Um, Pretty good value, especially considering the fact that if this were the Wii and Wii U days, virtual console was still a thing, every NES game had a flat rate of $5, unless it was um, Earthbound Zero and something else had like a higher cost. So, what's, um, let's do $240. That's $240 you would have, would have had to pay 
to have that same amount of games on the Wii. Mm-hmm. Granted, no one's going to buy all these games. No one's buying soccer. But still, I mean, it's a much better value this way. And I, you know, while I agree, I wish there were SNES games. I wish there were. I wanted Game Boy games really bad because you know, it's affordable. It makes for expensive. And uh, I've wanted for years, way back when we did the other show with Adam, every year I would say Virtual Boy. I want a Virtual Boy game. I want to play Wario Land without buying a $150 Virtual Boy console. But I don't know. I The Nintendo Switch is still, don't get me wrong, the online service is still kind of a joke. That's Nintendo. I mean, if it comes to Nintendo and online, there's always going to be something to laugh at. But I, I like what they've done so far. I'm, I I uh, I know it's unpopular to defend them in this case, but I think I'll I'll be one of them. I I was kind of looking for this. I didn't mean to stop all of what you were trying to say, but I've been thinking about it because we were discussing this the other day mm-hmm. off the air. I just think I overhyped myself. I think that's what happened. I was like, oh man, remember how every direct? I was like, man, they need to d- announce something about this direct. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, this is where the virtual console comes. This is where... Do you still have a Wii U? What? Do you still have a Wii U? No. And I should have saved it. <laughs> I mean, they're they're pretty inexpensive now if you buy a used one. Mm-hmm. It's virtual console still up and going. You can still get tons of games on there. Yeah, but then again, like, the nitpicking that I'm usually in, I'm like, I want that on my Switch. <laughs> Well, then get a 3DS. Or unless you have one, the 3DS has a huge virtual console. That is true. It's portable. They they had a lot of 3DS stuff to talk about, too, on that Direct. Yeah, yeah, Nintendo is not giving up on the 3DS, which is good, because most of the world seems to own it. Yes. Mm -hmm. But yeah, if you want these virtual console games, I I maintain they're still out there somewhere. You just... You got to look. And I understand... Nintendo shutting down ROM sites was super shitty. I'm I agree with everyone on that, but they are within their legal right to go after these people. And just because you want to pay zero dollars for, you get it for zero dollars. A lot of the stuff is available on the 3DS, the Wii U, the PlayStation 4, um, in the classics, in in uh, bundles or discs or in carts. Uh, it's coming to the Switch. It's on the Switch. I mean, uh, I wanted to talk about the arcade. Archives and Sega Ages collection, which is basically companies saying, "Fine, fuck it, we'll do Virtual Console instead." Are all great. I mean, there's tons of Neo Geo games on the Switch mm-hmm. that are like seven bucks, and if you wanted to buy them in real life, they're all like eighty goddamn dollars. They're like really expensive games, and the ports are like arcade perfect. They're real sharp. They look great. They don't have online play, but that's that's kind of okay. Like if I'm playing a fighting game on Neo Geo, I kind of want to play it next to someone anyway. Uh, uh, Garu Mark of the Wolves is one of my favorite fighting games of all time. That's seven dollars on the Switch. Highly, rec- highly recommended. Yep. yep. And um, the Sega Ages stuff is great because they added a ton of like art book junk and side stuff and display options. Yeah. I, again, it's just me being nitpicky, and uh, I will say it's pretty worth it for twenty dollars a year to have that and then NES games. Uh, sure. I I feel like they're gonna add more in the future of like cool things and they might raise the price down uh, down the line later in the years where they add more stuff that might be more than twenty dollars a year but i think it'll be more than two years down the road before they raise the price. Mm-hmm. 
like when they have more apps and stuff. But yeah, I can't wait to uh, see what three games come out every month. Hopefully, Metroid's in there. Maybe some. We final- can see November and December's games announced already, and each one had like one heavy. Metroid was next month's. Um, I know somebody hacked the NES thing and found out that Battletoads was on there and Kirby Adventures or something like that. Oh, really? Yeah. So, yeah. Are you searching something real quick? I wanted to see what those other games were. Yeah. Let, let, let's move on to the news story real quick. Um, let's get into a little PlayStation here. So, during TGS, they announced that uh, they're having, like, PlayStation Classic, like, their their own version, mini version. Oh, I, I found them. Right yeah. <laughs> so, October, Solomon's Key NES Open Dodgeball. November, Metroid, Mighty Bomb Jack, which I've never played, but I think it's kind of a rare game. And Twinbee, which is a shoot which is super fun. December, Mario's Woods, which takes ass, but we're also on the SNES. Ninja Gaiden, which is one of my favorite games. And Adventures of Lolo, another uncommon game, which is actually cool. And then that's as far as they I'm sorry. So, so Ninja Gaiden. Land. So Ninja Gaiden and Metroid, it's worth it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I never beat Ninja Gaiden. I've tried so many. Times. It's a fucking hard game. <laughs> it is. I I can get to the last level. I can do that. Yeah. I, fuck, man. Even even Metroid's a hard game. <laughs> too. Yeah, Metroid's pretty. I I barely played Metroid. I beat Super Metroid. Metroid I haven't played much of, but I have Zero Mission now, so it's like, eh, do I need to play it? But if I get it for free in November, what? Well, free. Huge air quotes. I paid twenty dollars, but you know what I mean. Yep. Yeah. So play- anyway, speaking of old games, I mean this is a really good segue, right? The PlayStation Classic. Yep. Little mini uh, system coming out, and apparently 20 games are going to be loaded on that thing. Um, I made it. A, I was like, I wish these mini systems are kind of annoying me, but I kind of want it at the same time. Because I'm like, just put it on your fucking new system. Why do you have to have the nostalgia of like uh, the old look of the system? I mean, it's like those fucking Atari. Well, it's because the NES Classic got made. And, I mean, there were news stories about, oh, I can't find it. It's so expensive. eBay, it's $500. And, and Sony saw this and then saw it again with the SNES Classic and started licking their lips and they were like, why are we doing this? I'm sure that there was some kind of shareholder meeting. Someone was like, why are we doing that? I want that money there. <laughs> I... I think my gripe is, and it's again, it's me being wanting more. This is this is this is the theme of our shows, folks. Doves will have a gripe, and I'll half-heartedly defend it. And by half-heartedly, I mean usually I agree with him. It's just, eh, I gotta have a show. <laughs> yeah, it, he's he puts more logic into my uh, my gripes, but my gripe is, I wouldn't mind these mini systems if they add more games on that mini system because <laughs> when i think of playing nostalgia games like i want to play all of it <laughs> i don't want to be like greatest hits might as well just buy on ebay you know a 40 dollars gamecube and 
by the greatest hit uh, by the greatest hits of the actual games themselves. Yeah, they've got, they've got to be careful about the cost, but you have to remember also, like obviously, part of the targeted audience for this is gamers like you and I. When I saw this, I talked myself out of getting it, and now that you really can't pre-order, I was kind of like, oh, man, I kind of I kind of could have liked to get one of those because I could put it on the TV in my bedroom or somewhere mm-hmm. else. But um, there's a couple problems with it, which we can loop back, and I kind of want to talk about also. But this is for people that don't have a PlayStation anymore, don't necessarily have a PlayStation 4. It's people who had a PlayStation when they were a kid, and now they're older, and they kind of want to get back into games, but don't. They look up, oh, man, I, I remember I used to love playing uh, Wild Arms and Final Fantasy VII on my PlayStation. What if I wanted to get all that stuff? Type you type, get on eBay. Final Fantasy VII is kind of expensive. Wild Arms is definitely expensive. PlayStation console, eh, I mean, if you can find a working one, fairly expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, for $100, you're going to get something that not only does all that shit, has 18 other games, but it also just plugs right into the HDMI port on your TV. It takes up way less space because it's a tiny little box. Um, I mean, it's it's super great for people like that. When I was in California, this was recent time, uh, at my aunt and uncle's place, and my cousin just went to college recently. But stuff is still there, and I was talking to him, and he has the NES Classic and the SNES Classic, which is perfect because he's a big gamer, but he's way younger than me alive when those consoles came out mm-hmm. and then my cousin who was older than i was there and he was talking to me he was like yeah i got an nes classic like when they came out and i've been playing zelda on it i was thinking about getting a snes classic because oh i you know i love all these old games and my older cousin he's got like a wife and two kids and a really good job and a nice home and stuff but he's not a huge gamer anymore he has an xbox one and that's it but he would love to play all these old games and stuff. And he is the target audience for this kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, so I understand why they're doing this. And we can talk about it, like, whether we personally want one, which, like I said, I don't want to make. Yeah. But yeah. So it's what... really smart as, like, a broader, hey, just put this on an end cap at one and we'll sell, sell my gangbusters kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So what Andy's trying to say is that it's not marketed for people like us. <laughs> yeah, I think they want us to. I think they're doing a decent job of it. But I think primarily they want people who've gotten out of gaming to come back to it. Yeah. So quickly, I gave you a task. I don't know if you thought it or not, but I'll give you my top five real quick. Parappa uh, the Rapper. Uh, Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Legend of Dragoon. I hope. I, I, I saw some other people. Just... That would uh, be really good. Resident Evil 2. Yeah, one of the Resident Yeah. And then I would put possibly, and this is a pick for me, is Dino Crisis. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, when you, when you told me to come up with a list of five games for this thing, I asked you to specify, do you mean five games that I think will be on the system? Because they haven't announced Metal Gear Solid 4, but I feel like that's a done deal. That that game helped make that yeah. Oh, Metal Gear Solid would be good, fucking cool. Yeah, I mean, they should have Metal Gear Solid. They should have uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. They should have uh, a Resident Evil. They should have a Crash Bandicoot. Because these are the games that make me think about PlayStation. But you said the games that I would like to see more. So... My list is Xenogears, um, Bushido Blade 1 or 2, either one, they're both great, maybe both, who cares, 
Um, Intelligent Cube, which uh, got to get some puzzle games on there. Little variety. Final Fantasy Tactics. I know that Seven's on, but uh, Final Fantasy Tactics never gets any love as far as like releases go. Mm-hmm. There was that final, and there was that uh, uh, War of the Lions for PSP, where it's like they made everything better except the dialogue weird. Um, but I would love to see Tactics on this thing. Um, and Einhander, which is a side-scrolling shoot 'em up from Square that I've been trying to buy at game conventions for years, and the price keeps going up and up and up, and it's super expensive. It costs more than $100. So, I mean, if they put Icondra on the thing, there you go, you just find the whole cost. <laughs> but yeah, th- those are games that I personally would like to see. A couple of these were weird choices, but um, they already have Jumping Flash on it, or else I didn't have Jumping Flash too, which is one of which I'm in a YouTube video about that you can watch right now. Yeah, there, there, there's like 20, 20 games they're going to put on there. I, I Exactly 20 games. Put Metal Gear on there, and you... Yeah, Metal I mean, it seems like a done deal, right? They'd be crazy not to. Yeah. I'm still surprised about the inclusion of Wild Arms. I didn't think Wild Arms had been... I'm super excited about that. Yeah, that's... Uh, about, that's... For, for the listeners, if you didn't know, at the time of us recording this, the official games are Final Fantasy VII, makes perfect. First Shopping Flash, Ridge Racer, Type 4, Tekken 3, which makes sense as well, and mm-hmm. Wild Arms. Wild Arms is an RPG, and it's like, kind of? That's cool. Put Pepsi Man in there. <laughs> yeah. I saw a tweet of that. Like, at Sony, put Pepsi Man on there, you cowards. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, if I, if I can have one major gripe, why is the controller not full shock? Why is it the cheapo controller? Probably cheaper to make. I know, but, I mean, at least it comes with two of them. They, they are, they are doing better than Nintendo on that. And if I heard... If I heard correctly, you could, if you have the old PlayStation controllers, apparently it fits. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty rad. But I don't know if DualShock works. I, I have no idea. But anyway, <laughs> the one thing I want to say is that it's going to cost $100, which is not bad. 20 games and... Oh, how much was the NES and... The uh, SNES mini. Price is going up. The NES Classic was, I think, sixty. The SNES Classic was eighty. So now we're at a hundred. Eventually, these mini consoles are going to cost as much as. Con- mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of too much there. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think this will have the same shortage thing as Nintendo, or you think they'll roll them out better? Um, I wondered that. Uh, I think Sony has. Of you know more manufacturing muscle. That being said, um, as you know, for years I kept saying it's stupid. I I think there's something to be said about it. There's manufactured scarcity. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Sony will try to emulate that. But I think generally speaking, they'll be easier to get hold. Yeah, I think during I think the holidays they'll they'll have like a bunch. Like if you go to Best Buy, they're just gonna be pallets of them. So. I'm not too. I have optimism for Sony than I do for Nintendo when it comes to these type of like accessories and shit. For sure. All right, moving on to some sad news, and I'll get this real quick out of the way. Uh, Telltale Games is no more. Apparently, they had a lot of money problems to the point. Hang on, big asterisk. Originally, it was reported that they were no more. It turns out they're just laying off most of their people. There's still going to be a very small team working for Telltale Games, the company's mm-hmm. because they still have to finish some stuff that they're working 
point, but the future of the company is very much in doubt. And, you know, tons of people lost their job. There's going to be like less than 100 people. Yeah, 200, 250 people got laid off with yeah. no severance pay and yeah. and their health insurance no, uh, is done within a week. Yeah, that's fucking shitty. Yeah, so it kind of shows you, like, they need to better take care of people in game development. Yeah. To the point where any moment you could have no job, no money, no health insurance, and it sucks because you spend so much hours making this fucking games. Yeah, and, and sometimes at the detriment of your own health. Like, like um, I've read really good stuff from Kotaku, and then Jim Sterling did a really good video about crunch time. Like, like developers working unpaid overtime to try to get a game out at the right time. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's really unfair to them. I, people people give up a lot to make games that we enjoy so much and stuff like that. But, and, and, yeah, I guess there's something to be said for all those respect on but it's still unfair. They should still, they should get benefits just like anyone else. Yeah, they're not fin- they're not finishing the Walking Dead uh, game, which is keep in mind. I haven't played since season two, but I know yeah. people do play the game, and they're not going to be they they ain't going to finish that Wolf Among Us two, which yeah. was a really fucking good game, is not coming yeah, out I, now. I was looking forward to that. Yeah, did I'm, they find did they announce for sure that that's not? Last yeah. I was not on it, it was in, in doubt. Yeah, they said yeah, all they projects are done besides the uh, Minecraft uh, thing they're working on right now. You know, this really sucks. I like Telltale as a company. I think they they put storytelling above things, and I think that's really mm-hmm. games, especially mm-hmm. if we want to advance games as a as excuse me as a media, like instead of just um jump on blocks change the colors i'm a little guy like if we want games to be considered a big boy medium i think telltale games was doing a lot for that but man they have been surviving on the same shtick five years well yeah their their engine's not that great and i will say like some of their games are mediocre but they do have some gold mines like uh walking dead uh wolf among us uh The even the Borderlands game was pretty fun to play too. Oh yeah, Tales from the Borderlands. But when you start stretching your team out thin and doing all these projects and not making your revenue and all that stuff, like it hurts you as a business. And there were too many Telltale games, if you ask me. I mean, they have. It's really exciting because they have all these really great properties. Everything you just mentioned, and they also made like. Uh, I think they made a Ga- Guardians of the Galaxy game. They made a Batman game. But they, they made uh, uh, Minecraft. Obviously, that's a huge get. And they had all these like super big properties they're making games for, all at the same time, but all with the same shtick. And again, I love that they value storytelling, but I can only play the same kind of game so many times a year, guys. You gotta, you know, no one's buying all of their games. They're just buying one or two. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what their problem was, is that people were like, I don't want to do just story. I want to have actual gameplay and not just uh, quick time events and all that stuff that are in there. Sometimes I do just want a story. Yeah. But not that often. Well, that's why I play Hideo Kojima games. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I just want to watch a movie. Yeah. But I have a controller in my hand. So I play Metal Gear Solid 2. <laughs> or Metal Gear Solid 4, when you have uh, 
two hours worth of cutscenes at the end. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a sad thing, and I hope they do find uh, work, which apparently I think they have a hashtag going on where other game developers are uh, reaching out to them and hiring them or telling them that there's job openings at their place, you know, come on by. So hopefully hopefully they join and maybe we'll have better stories in games. (laughs) Hopefully. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I did cut out one story and I really mentioned it really quickly because we usually hate microtransactions, but Devil May Cry 5 is going to have microtransactions in single player. And That's becoming more and more. Apparently, from what I understand, it's so that you can buy the orbs to level yourself up real quick. Yeah, get moves, which is retarded. I mean, I've been seeing that story get a lot of traction. It is far from the first time that a single player game this kind of shit, but it's, why? Why? why are you, I I know it's optional, but stop it. Because every time I see that, and I'm like, oh, it's optional. I have to assume that some some pencil neck tie wearing son of a bitch dropped by the development studio and said, oh, we need you to make leveling up a tiny bit harder so that we can try to force people to spend more money on this. We want to trick them into mm. spending money. We need to get those whales. Well, so us, the minnows, suffer because now the game's a little bit harder for no fucking reason. Not for a gameplay reason. Not for a story reason. Well, the gaming revolution is happening because EA is getting fucking investigated out of the ass from different countries. So, <laughs> yeah, lots of countries are starting. It's a hopefully. Well, that's more about that's more about uh, gambling mechanics in games specifically. Mm-hmm. But I think gamers as a whole are uh, like even even people peripheries of gaming as as a hobby are starting to become aware of these issues, and as as more people start speaking up, the voice will get louder. So, obviously, they'll move on to the next dirtbag move, but now, this is, this, yeah, it's maybe it's going to get better, but it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And one final story that we'll close out since we mentioned Hideo Kojima. Last night at 2.30 a.m. Eastern Time, uh, yes, I stayed up to watch this. Um, they had a press conference, and it was uh, during the whole week or two weeks ago, Kojima, Kojima Productions uh, Twitter said, nothing new is being shown. We're just going to have a panel of the Japanese voiceovers, which all the Japanese voiceovers were, they did the Metal Gear games, which I found interesting. Um, so they had like the Ocelot guy, they had uh, uh, Meryl and stuff. Anyway, um, then... Hideo Kojima comes out <laughs> with the Bridges uh, jacket, like, because he's showing off all his products and stuff. And I was like, that's cool. That's pretty new. <laughs> so that's that's new off the bat. And he starts showing new characters that are going to be in the game. There's one character that's apparently the president of the company Bridges in the game. He wears a mask and uh, uh, he looks badass. He's in a suit. <laughs> And then, and then he's like, "Hold on, there's more." And here's a little mini trailer, like a, like about like a forty second trailer uh, of Troy Baker, who's a villain in the game. And it, 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 there's no name yet. He's just called the Man in the Golden Mask. Because <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so Kojima likes to be a little secret still about his game, uh, and. 
it you know it's Troy Baker being Troy Baker. He's like, hey man, I, I see you walking there. You know, uh, let, let's bend the rules a little bit. So he takes off his gold mask, he puts it in the ground, and the 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 black gook of the people grabbing the mask create this like lion thing. <laughs> the lion thing with a, with a golden mask, and that's it. No gameplay, <laughs> and I I. I I know I'm gonna buy this Hideo Kojima game because I'm a Hideo oh, Kojima, pro, uh, you know, religion. I, I have to play his games. Uh, I just want something, man. <laughs> hey, speaking of playing Hideo Kojima games, uh, sorry to, to step on your your gushing, but I just want to do a little bit of self plug. Uh, in the coming week or two, I'm gonna start playing Police Knots with the English patch. Police Knots being a game that he do. Hideo Kojima produced and directed right after Snatcher, but directly Metal Gear Solid was for the PlayStation, but it never came out in the United States. Um, I got a PlayStation, I hard modded it with a mod chip, and then downloaded the patch for this game, bought a Japanese copy, of it, and then burned them together so that now I can play it on a console. I'm going to be streaming that soon. So if you really like Kojima games, you've probably never played Police Knots unless you speak Japanese. And if you want to watch and find out what they told me. Tell me when you're streaming, man. I, I want to see that. Because there's been rumors around that, and I'm you're not seeing it right now, but I got air quotes going on. This is Hideo Kojima's last game that he's uh, directing. I mean, he's still going to run his company. But this is the one the last game that he's personally going to do. And I put air quotes because he always says that every year. Um, but he apparently he's taking all the concepts from every game that he ever made and putting it into Death Stranding. So when you said police knots, I find mm -hmm. that interesting because a lot of people uh, tied it. <laughs> excuse, excuse me. Um, police knots to this game somehow. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, the trailer looked pretty cool and you know how like the art style they did for Metal Gear Solid of uh, the draw drawings and stuff that they did for like yeah Snatcher. they just put out an art book recently I really want to. Mm hmm. They showed off like the the characters the art in there and it was pretty cool. So check it out. I mean, I guarantee you, we're not gonna hear a lot about this game until the PSX and the the Game Awards and stuff where we actually get get gameplay and a release date. Hey, Really likes those game awards. Yeah, well, that's his uh, his butt buddy friend is there, <laughs> Jeff Keighley. Um, oh, he they did talk about a release date, kinda. He he said it's coming out before Akira, <laughs> and Akira's coming out two thousand nineteen, oh, August of two thousand nineteen. So maybe spring of two thousand nineteen, we're getting it. That's pretty awesome. Fingers crossed, toes crossed, balls crossed, everything crossed. One that game. Yep. But oh boy, that's the end of our podcast. We did it an hour. It was a meaty <laughs> one. Yeah, I, I think the the whole online service and uh, you know talking about Spider Man and the PlayStation Classic. I knew this was going to be a big one, and I'm happy about it because we had a good podcast. Remember to. Like and subscribe to us uh, on btilp.podbean.com and also on iTunes, too. Give us a review, tell us if we're good or bad. 
Um, Andy, you said you might be streaming Police Nuts. Is there any timetable or just in the near future? Uh, in the near future. Well, I have a bunch of chores today just to make sure everything's set up good. Because I, I have uh, the PlayStation 1 that I modded because I can't do the PS2 or PS3. I'll use a mod chip. PS1 that I modded is hooked up using only internet right now. Mm -hmm. And uh, I found an S video cable, so I got to get in behind my TV, set all that up, and then I got to tweak OBS to make sure it's capturing the signal. So after that, I should probably start streaming uh, later this week, I assume. Uh, if if you're hearing this and you're interested, you can find me at twitch.tv slash the cliche mustache. I always think about switching to YouTube or something, but everything's already switched, so okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I thought the same I thing, too. Um, I think my next project is going to be play all the Resident Evils before Resident Evil 2 Remastered comes out. So, or remake, I mean. Yeah, do it. I've been watching everyone. I get notifications of the live all the time. This guy, this guy's got a really good schedule. He streams all the time. Me, on the other hand, uh, once I'll, I'll stream like four times in three days and then not. So... Yeah, and you could catch me obviously on twitch.tv slash Metal Gear Nemesis. On that note, everybody, I think we'll end out this uh, hour podcast right now. Have a good night, everybody. Thanks for listening. <laughs>